All right, folks, this show is sponsored by Anchor. A while back, we switched over to Anchor as our hosting platform for Panel to Panel. And to be honest, it's actually been one of the best experiences we've had when it comes to hosting our podcast. A lot of people think making a podcast is super difficult, but Anchor actually allows you to record and edit your podcast all on your phone if that's what you want to do. Anchor even helps you get your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places like that. That way you can get your podcast to a wide audience of different people. And the best part about it, it's totally free. So go ahead, check out Anchor.fm, or download the Anchor app on your phone or through the App Store or the Google Play Store and check it out today. Now let's turn the page and get to this week's episode of Panel to Panel. Have like a soundboard, James. What the fuck? Well, yeah, we, 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 it's the like some word, not like an actual soundboard. It's like it's like it's it's like OBS and Streamlabs and all that fun stuff we do around here. What's going on, good people of the internet? It is time for OnComicsGround.com flagship podcast, panel to panel, where a bunch of folks shoot the breeze and talk about comic books and such. We are here live with issue eight of this awesome podcast, breaking down all of the latest news. And content going on in the world of comic books and nerd culture. My name is James Portis. To my left, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the welder himself, Travis Tucker. How you doing today? Uh, I've been better, but I'm glad I'm here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean you, 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 you've been better? What's going on? I need to take better care of myself, long story short. I need to drink more water in the hot days. Everyone take note of this. Drink more water. Especially in California. Yes, in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And to my right, we have our special guest for the evening. He is the editor-in-chief of YouDon'tReadComics.com. Ronald, how you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. I drink my water, so I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's good. You want to plug your stuff to everyone where they can find you and whatnot? Oh, uh, you can find me personally on Instagram at score McThwips. Yeah, Quippy underscore McThwips. Uh, you can find my website at youdon'treadcomics.com. I'm on Instagram, my website at comics, Twitter at we read comics, and what's the other social media thing? Oh, Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> Facebook. I'm on Facebook at shut the fuck up. You don't read comics. It's abbreviated STFU comma space. You don't read comics, period. We always forget about Facebook in this day and age. Yeah. All right. And then our other uh, co-host, Mary, was not able to make it this evening, but she sends her love. She will be back next week for you folks. But Ronald was nice enough to join us and hang out with us for this awesome episode. So we will, like, Mary will be here in spirit as we, like, as we sit down and talk about these amazing topics. Uh, don't forget to follow us on 
uh, here on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash oncomicsground, on Twitter and Instagram at oncomicsground, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash oncomicsground, and like and follow the podcast Twitter at ptp underscore podcast. All right, and then also do not forget, as always, to check out our other podcast, um, Living on the Edge, where Monday, oh, hold on, wrong one. No, top of the page, my messed up. Yeah, we may not be able to do uh, whatever a spider can, but we sure can talk. Tune in on the second and fourth Thursday of every month. Hey, there's no Batman podcast I don't know about. It. Is there, James? No, no, no. <laughs> but I feel like if we had a Batman podcast, that would be really excessive. I know uh, Mary's working on trying to launch an X-Men podcast, but I don't, I don't, I don't know about a Batman podcast, though. Batman um, doesn't need any more shit. No, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But we are working on some awesome, amazing progress. We'll talk about some of them uh, further on in the show. Um, but from here, we're going to get into our intro topic. There has been a lot of uh, different TV shows that have been being canceled this week. Uh, like, like, all, like two different shows on sci-fi, one show on Netflix, and then the biggest shocker was one that can't, that, that was canceled that freaked everybody out. Well, so what are we talking about here? The first one that, that, that was canceled was Lucifer that was announced that instead of carrying on past season five, they're going to be wrapping up the, ser- the series with season five and Netflix is canceling it. After originally, Netflix was the one that revived the series at the big, I think it was either NBC or ABC or Fox, one of the two, three, uh, canceled it. And then Netflix brought it back. Netflix has said they are going to be canceling it after uh, season five so i personally haven't been watching this show i I don't know if you guys have i've seen some of the previews it looks really dope the it being based on the comic book show has been one of those things that i i never read it but didn't lucifer start on another network and then um they picked it up yeah it started out on uh like nbc or something like that and then it moved to netflix Uh, it was fox i believe oh it was fox okay like, mm-hmm. I was either NBC, ABC, or Fox. One of the three. I, I couldn't remember. It was one of the shows they got rid of when they got rid of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and then who oh, picked yeah. it up? Oh yeah. I'm think. still upset about that Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like, hey, Brooklyn Nine Nine's on NBC now, so it's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, but still, it's the principality, James. The principality. Because it's Fox. <laughs> it's exactly why the principalities of Fox News. Oh my gosh! Don't 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 even. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, like, and and then the other, like the other, can't I talk tonight? The other two that were canceled were Deadly Class and Happy that were canceled on Sci-Fi. These two big indie TV shows. Happy had even gone on to season two, and Deadly Class w- was looking pretty good from how it looked. I had saw the first episode. And I watched some of Happy. These look like really good shows based on some awesome comic book properties. They seemed like they came out of left field. Like maybe the viewership was down. Maybe the idea of having 
comic book shows based on indie projects isn't the best thing. Like maybe think, Umbrella Academy was just a, like a, like a surprise hit. Netflix stuff is good because it's the binge watching. Like you said, you watched the first episode of Deadly Class. Yeah. If it was all on Netflix, you might have watched the whole thing. That's true. That's true. I think they need to move towards that. Um, like I I don't find time to watch TV much at all. But if it's like on Netflix or something, I'll I'll binge the shit out of it, especially if it's good. And for like stuff that people don't know about, like indie properties and stuff like that, I think they're best suited like to Netflix. Just that makes got, sense. They got to deal with Dark Horse now, so you can expect probably expect to see a lot of good stuff coming up. That and maybe even some more comics. Just dread. That would be nice. To, like, but doesn't IDW own Dread now? IDW has their um, hand in everything, but what do I, they really own? IDW keeps buying everybody's stuff. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm just praying that Hasbro does not look, go over to Boom and be like, "So, can we have Power Rangers now? Like, leave Power Rangers at Boom where it belongs. Like, don't take it to IDW." Everything says Hasbro on the on the Boom stuff. And, even though they own Power Rangers, they'll never really own Power Rangers because Toei won't let them do certain things, you know? Well, yeah, and especially now that, like, the, the Hasbro's making the toy separately from Toei, it's a whole different ballgame. But no, yeah. um, and the other, the, the other big one that was canceled this week was Swamp Thing on DC Universe after airing one episode. I this heard the problem with that was it cost so much to produce. Yeah, apparently the effects, the different things that were going on, James Wan being a part of it, all these different things added up into it just being so much money to produce. And, like, one thing that I've noticed was you had uh, Titans that came out, swung for the fences with, by changing a lot of stuff about the, about the DC Universe, making it dark, more gritty, and stuff like that. Doom Patrol comes in as a almost fully faithful adaptation to its property and then (laughs) and people love it like yeah people love it like it stuck to its guns and worked the magic of having so much stuff from grant morrison even a little bit from gerard way of having perfect alignment to the source material and then you have swamp thing it didn't even get a chance to show what it was about and that kind of sucks and people, I guess the first episode was like their chance to like you know viewership, you know see how high I could go. I don't. I don't uh, isn't Titans on? It's on Netflix in another country. Yeah, apparently for like everybody abroad, uh, DC because DC Universe isn't available internationally. What uh, DC uh, struck and Warner Brothers struck a deal with Netflix to provide the show on on Netflix in other countries. Maybe it's some hope for it there, but I don't like, well, like either the whole DC Universe app was just a ballsy move that I never expected you know DC to do. Well, I, there's there's so. rumors that AT&T is already planning on it being a like like going in and making WB just make a WB app instead of a DC Universe app. And that made more sense to me from the jump. Travis, what do you think? Uh, I was, I don't know, I guess I was kind of on the same boat with the DC app. I wasn't really expecting it, like, at all. I think a WB app makes a lot of sense to compete with all the shit that Disney's going to put out. I agree. Um, I feel Only like... a WB app gives me classic Looney Tunes. 
Yeah. Static Shock. <laughs> well, static like, Shock. Well, yeah, yeah, Static Shock's already on the DC Universe app, right? Yeah, but it's a WB show, and I want to watch Sonic afterwards. <laughs> that's, that's fair. But, like, I, I feel, well, the, the issue with, well, because you could already have things like VRV for the Boomerang channel for um, different things, but the, the what, what, what DC didn't understand was from the jump, it took them forever to bring their entire comic library to it. And also them trying to produce these big budget shows that already struggle with the budget on CW. And you're trying to lock these big budget shows on an app on a website. Like that was never going to jive. Like as much as, as much as comic fans would have been so on board, I don't think it was ever going to work properly. And they didn't realize that's where the money was. Like I've been waiting years for like a DC unlimited app, but Marvel has their unlimited app. They could have had no shows and just had you know comics, and I would have purchased the app. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so, the most of, I think the majority of people who actually buy the app are the people who like just want to watch Doom Patrol and so people who want to read comics or want to see like maybe like the old shows or something like that. But the thing is, mostly comic book readers. Almost dev. Like if anybody's gonna be supporting this app, it's the people who want to watch like Static Shock or Batman, uh, the animated series, or read yeah. old comic book shows, like comic books. So, so like. I haven't got a chance to watch Swamp Thing yet, but at the same time, like, it already looked very ambitious, and to see it just get canned from the jump already shows that, well, we already have Stargirl on the way, we have Harley Quinn on the way, and... I think the Harley Quinn show is going to do good. I agree, because, especially because it's animated. They they knew, they didn't try to, like, shove Haley Cuoco into a Harley Quinn suit. They knew from the jump that this show needed to be animated or it wasn't going to work. <laughs> Right. Also, not a fan of Haley Cuoco. <laughs> see, I like her a little bit. I, I, I like from, from the first trailer, I already like her more than the other blonde chick from Big Bang Theory that they shoved into the um, Batman the and Harley Quinn movie. Tyler Perry for nerds. It's so... Oh, God. <laughs> Tyler Perry for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> no patronizing, you know what I mean? Oh and, my god, you're, that's you're so, so right. spawn. You're so, you're so right in so many ways because, like, it's trying to be for nerds, but it's like, it's so giving the people casual. laughing at nerds. Yeah. yeah, it's it's them laughing at nerds. It's not them enjoying nerds because, like, half the books in the comic shop are either fake or they're like priceless artifacts that no one's really allowed to touch. Like, <laughs> it'd be scary. So, like, the idea of Neil Gaiman and Mark Hamill being on that show just to appeal to like some casuals or a few comic book nerds. It's like, Hey, I know those guys, but like, but no, I I think, um, like star girl, like from her costume alone looks really good, but that show scares me too, because you need to have her be able to fly. You need to be able to have stripe the big ass freaking robot, be able to fly. Like the idea of having a character that's so ingrained in a DC lore, she needs to be able to talk to Dr. Fate or Dr. Midnight or power girl or this person, like all these people with big ass powers and the budget for swamp thing shows that they're not prepared for star girl. <laughs> right. Oof. So it's like I don't, I don't, I don't as much as much as it hurts my soul. The app de- itself is just really ambitious. It's and... very ambitious, yes. I, I, I just, I, I worry for it. I, I hope at the very least, 
DC, like, if they have to get rid of the shows, they my make comics. it so, like they, 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 they have all my comics. Oh my god, but like, at least <laughs> leave it as a comic archive, don't get rid of it. Because the biggest thing that this the, the, the app itself helps with is it combats piracy. You're basically going, we're offering DC Comics' entire archive for three bucks cheaper than Marvel's whole archive. You have an opportunity there to keep people engaged, to prevent piracy, and to compete with your competitor. It was always hard to get DC's old stuff, like their old, old books, and I saw mm-hmm. where this stuff is on there. Uh, I think their biggest problem is a lot of, well, a lot of people don't know or, or realize DC fans don't purchase DC things at all. Like if you're in these like groups on Facebook or whatever, the movies that come out, these people are touring it two weeks before it comes out. Not many people go and actually buy the DVDs. I buy every DVD. I bought every DVD DC came out with, and I I always see the movie after people touring and like, and not many fans are going to stare and wait for a movie pirated so quickly anyway. Because they'll be before release and people have already seen it. It's depressing. Yeah. So I know yeah. that they're not making any money off of their stuff. Off of the well, I, movies. I'm glad. I'm glad to see them come straight to the um to the app though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think the main issue they're having is uh putting it on the on a, on an app locked service is very hard to distribute because not everyone has access to the internet on that level. Most yeah, everyone's got a smartphone in their the, pocket the and app, whatnot. The app but... isn't freaking. Like, I I just I have it on my Fire Stick now. On what is it on Amazon? But yeah. that's all I have it on. Why is it on my fucking PlayStation yet? Why is it like it should be right? Like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be like on your console, on your smart TV. Uh, it should yeah. be well, accessible to everything that connects to the internet. Apparently, yeah. it's on Xbox. But the reason why they haven't got it on um. PlayStation yet is because of some weird deal that Sony's been striking Nobody because of uses Xbox anymore. A lot of people do still. It's sad, but it's true. <laughs> no, a don't. lot of people use Xbox. Games. Bro, so you, you think I'm playing, but people like who so- play Xbox is the rumor like people who like BBS. These people really don't exist. It's so- <laughs> oh, James James is them, though. He is no, them. No, I, my PS4 is sitting right here. I bought it in the Marts. Like, no joke. But I know a lot of people have Xboxes still. Like, everybody I play Magic with on Fridays has an Xbox. Like, there are folks that have Xboxes solely because they enjoy it, like, as a console. So, like, I ain't mad at that. But, like, it ain't got no exclusives though. But if you enjoy it as a console, then go for it. Like I'm more powerful. You had to throw that shade, huh? Had to throw the shade. That's my that's my only shade because like I'm at a point where I I enjoy my Nintendo Switch over everything else, to be honest. Like Uh, did you see the Pokemon trailer? Yes, I did. I'm I'm very excited. Online co-op. Yes, like I'm so excited after so many years. It's gonna be so hype. (laughs) Like my Nintendo Switch is popping. I just need them to get that online together. But anyway, um, final thoughts on all these cancellations, man. Like, it, 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 is there any hope for comedy? Should just, you know, they should be like, you know, doing the the Birdman hand rub right now and just be plotting on all these comic <laughs> properties. Like, cause they're the ones who can like push this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, like Netflix had episode, Lucifer. Though. If the first episode is good, they're gonna. Like Lucifer, something that already failed somewhere else. Yeah, like Lucifer was on Fox, and then Netflix picked you know it what up. I'm saying all these other fresh things, you know what I mean? And then there's like just word of mouth, like Umbrella Academy, 
first of all, it had a great cast and all that stuff, but it was a great book. And like, I think the word of mouth and the hype from comic book fans, like, oh my God, this is going to be a show. And it's on Netflix. Hey, that gets a lot of casuals. Like, oh, I'll just try it out. And then they wind up watching the whole thing. I mean, if you can just a little bit, they'll, they'll watch the whole thing, I think. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. That makes sense. Travis, what, do you, what, do, what are your thoughts? Netflix, you can honest? hire me for marketing. I'm available. <laughs> I think it's kind of a symptom to the major problem. And to kind of springboard off of uh, Ronald Rump's points here is that, like, with Umbrella Academy, for example, word of mouth did spread it, but it wasn't just the comic book fans. I heard about Umbrella Academy from every emo kid I went to school with. Everyone who was wearing eyeliner and Flocky Seagulls haircuts was telling me that My Chemical Romance lead singer wrote a comic book, and I should have read it years ago. So how it, like, I think the, the, it's a symptom to what I would call like a, a kind of disenchantment with the superhero franchise, really, is because it's, it's everywhere. Literally, it's everywhere. And we're at the point where these publishers are just throwing darts at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know what I mean? Swamp yeah. Thing was a good idea, but it has so much production costs that it should have been maybe a movie or like I don't know a five minute like mini thing, so something to just kind of hype people up, not a whole series that they ended up not being able to afford in the first place. That's the big fair. Two stuff is, is going to be harder to do than the indie stuff because the indie stuff you could throw it out there and like you said, maybe some people are tired of like the the big comic book production thing. But if it's like a grounded book, like there's many so many grounded indie stories that I think could do well. Like I think that they're gonna. Because like that one movie stuff. with um, Tiffany Haddish and uh, Melissa McCarthy coming out, like that's that's a Vertigo book. Like it looks like some awesome stuff. It's grounded. It's about the mafia. Like it looks dope. So having more stuff like that, like Ronald's saying, it could be really good for them if they take a hard look at it. But I do agree with Travis though, because there was rumors that. Um, Justice League Dark was canceled as a movie. They had all these screenshots and all this test footage of Swamp Thing and CG. You could have just done that. Put James Wan in charge of Justice League Dark, like, and let him go nuts with like, like he did Aquaman, and it would have been so amazing. And they just uh, like lost a big opportunity there, in my opinion. Did y'all die? No, we're still here. Okay. <laughs> y'all got really quiet. But no, like, but you, no. you talked about Aquaman like it was good. So Aquaman was amazing, and no one could tell me otherwise. <laughs> water Hamlet. It's Water Hamlet. No, it was, it was Water Black Panther. Get it right. Which was African Hamlet. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, from there, we are going to go ahead and talk about one of our other amazing uh, podcasts we had, Seduction of the Innocent. What has history gone unnoticed? Um, what changes have been made to the comic industry because of political interference? What seedy underbelly lurks forgotten to seduce and entice those who are less wary? Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, join Kai and Mary as we uncover the hidden truths that the comic industry hopes to uh, you had forgotten. Seduction of the Innocent, a politics and comics podcast every Friday live on Twitch, hosted by On Comics Ground. You ever wonder where that phrase comes from, seedy underbelly? I don't know, <laughs> but it's like it's such a good line. Or just like gravelly underbelly, like like a snake, like slithering. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I'm a probably... snake. I'm a slithery snake. 
<laughs> okay, but no, definitely check out that show. Um, like, they weren't able to like do the show this week, but they'll be back next week with an amazing episode. Seduction so of the Incident has been one of our favorite, like one of my favorite projects that has come out of us like recently, and I really think everyone should be looking at it. So definitely check that out on Fridays. So the, the seeds on the belly underneath. <laughs> Okay, from there, we're going to get into uh, like some uh, some uh, sm- smaller news topics before we get into our like main topic of the evening. Uh, so Marvel all week has been dropping these teaser images, and the, the tagline on all of them has been no compromise, no mercy. And the lineup for what looks to be a new team book looks so weird that I'm just... I, 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 I am in like con- confusion mode alpha because we have we have Damien Hellstrom well let's back up let's back up the first one they dropped was blade and i was like okay okay I, that's kinda, need more blade yeah we need more blade ever since he got he joined the avengers he's been awesome yay um then they announced that Monica Rambeau Spectrum was going to be joining the, the joining this little lineup and i was like that that's a little concerning. Why why are two black folks joining a team called No Compromise? That no is, that's scary. But yeah. uh, can I throw <laughs> out there? Uh, a lot of black people, like ever since the Captain Marvel movie came out, came out like saying, "Oh, Monica Rambeau is the, is the real Captain Marvel." Blah, blah 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 blah. Buy the books that she's in, please. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, like, and the thing is, Mary has been on the show like before with me saying Monica Rambeau was amazing. Ultimates proved she was amazing. Older books with her have been amazing. So y'all need to go out here and support her. So and yes. don't just come on internet comments saying the real Captain Marvel is black. Like, okay, bro, podcast. Support her content so she can be here. Exactly. She we, maybe she would have had a movie first if you bought the damn books. Ultimates okay, was. Ultimate was Spectrum, it was Black Panther, it was um, Carol Danvers, America Chavez, Blue Marvel, who's Marvel's Black Superman, and, and, and like all them together as like and the Superior Space Spider-Man Avengers. for a little while. No, that's, that, 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 that was Mighty Avengers. That was Mighty Avengers. The, like in right. Ultimates, it was them. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, was, right. it was literally like the most diverse version of Space Avengers ever. And nobody were- bought it, and it got canceled. <laughs> Were way stronger than the like Avengers. They're like a way bigger. It was like Space Illuminati. Yes, yes, it was but, knocking but, out the Hulk at one punch. For <laughs> real though, like it was a they, great book. Al Ewan is so good at that cosmic stuff. I, I hope like, I love what he's doing with Hulk. Yes, yeah, that's why it's best selling. It's amazing. In the cosmic realm again. Yes, put him back in cosmic. That's where he's needed most. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, don't say anything bad about Donny Cates. He's doing a good job. Donny Cates is good, but like I, I, Al Ewing was doing some good stuff. Like he yeah, was yeah. doing Ultimates. He was doing um Inhumans, even though I don't like Inhumans. Hashtag killing humans. But like I, 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 I love Al Ewing. I'll support anything he buys, even though hashtag killing humans. But um anyway, the rest of the lineup had some other weird choices. We had Damian Hellstrom was announced. Wiccan of all people was announced. Seen and, him in a while, huh? Yeah, and Bucky Winter Soldier was announced, and um, Angela, Queen of Hell from Spawn, was announced. And I I'm love, can I just say, I love Angela and I love Marguerite Bennett, and I miss her, Angela. Yes, I, I, I miss Marguerite Bennett on a Marvel book. Like, granted, yeah. she's been doing good work on Power Rangers, I will admit that, yeah. but like, I, I miss her on a mainstream book. Like, yeah. hell, her with a bomb oh, 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 Power Rangers is a mainstream book. Okay, it is, but like I miss her on a, I miss her on a big tube book. That's the that's the more correct way to say it. Okay, okay. 
Um, but now this lineup is so weird. Um, like the, all, all we know is that this is going to be a team book. Um, Donny Cates and Hinton, not is it Donny Cates or Jason Aaron? It was Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron hinted that Angela was going to be joining a team after War of the Realms. And my first inclination when I saw this photo was, is this going to be like a new Midnight Suns? But then I'm like, like, maybe, but Winter Soldier's here, so I don't know. And normally Midnight Suns has Doctor Strange, so I'm confused. Yeah, and Winter Soldier pushed on us a lot the last couple of years, huh? He's been, he has yeah. Soul, he's been other team books. He had the Thunderbolts, like. They've been hitting them hard. That's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, Travis, do you have any ideas about this book? Because like we find out in like three days what it's going to be. But I'm just, I don't know what kind of team this is going to be. And apparently this is supposed to be Marvel's newest, <laughs> most ruthful team, ruthless team. We have Savage Avengers right we now. We have Savage Avengers already. <laughs> <laughs> like, granted, the Savage only... Avengers, the BC ones? No, Savage Avengers is like, like, like it's like Conan... Um, Wolverine, Punisher, Venom, Elektra, and Brother Voodoo are all people. <laughs> that just sounds rough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody on that squad is savage, but Brother Voodoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you could have called like new a new uh, movie Obaku, and he would have been more savage than Doctor Voodoo. <laughs> I guess but, they needed magic, you know. Who else? I, I guess, but yeah. it's like. Travis, what you think? Like, is this gonna be another Midnight Suns or like, what's this gonna be? Because I'm lost. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm kind of, because eh, like Damian Hellstrom is one of one of my my guilty pleasures. I have to say, okay. And seeing him alongside like Bucky is really weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I'm for Monica being there because Monica has this this level of. Uh, I don't know how, like, like wisdom and clout when she punishes her foes. That I can yes, see she Damien like. Doesn't she just depowered though? Pretty well. I don't think she was depowered. Yeah, that was doesn't she? mean she's not going to crack wise at everybody. Like, was, was <laughs> she not, comple- not, comple- not completely depowered, but was the proper the better word is nerfed. Yeah. When did this happen? Nerfed hard. I'm just thinking so what I was reading. Actually, not like a being of pure light anymore or anything like that. Oh, that sucks! No, yeah, she kinda, was OP. They, they kind of removed the spectrum part of spectrum. So this is OP. I remember. Um, when did this happen? Was it? Remember during the? I'm sorry, we get really in the comic book talk. Remember during the incursion when all the plans were being destroyed and stuff? I think oh, it was, yeah, it's from my Avengers. Empire, she yeah. almost, yeah, she almost destroyed a planet. Like she can destroy a planet like in a blink of an eye. Like I mean, oh, you gotta no. nerf her. You gotta nerf her. No. So, <laughs> no. He's just like, no. no. <laughs> She's no. the baddest woman in all of Marvel. And like that th- they keep doing her dirty and I'm so irritated. Like why? Right. And so I I mean, I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen with this this the team up we've seen so far is what? Magic, Monica, Damien, uh You didn't say magic. No, magic is Wiccan. It's Wiccan. It's Wiccan? Oh, yeah, it's Wiccan. okay, my bad. See, I'm not, I'm not a big Marvel don't fan. Don't mention magic unless it's like, you know, magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, magic's on the back burner because of all this Hickman stuff, so we don't know what's going on with her, but no, it's Wiccan Hick, here. The way Hickman does stuff, he he would use her. She's going to be in there somewhere doing some Sorcerer Supreme stuff. Hopefully. 
Okay, so this this one with the golden earwings that that is Wiccan, correct? No, no, but one of the golden wings is uh, Angela from Spawn. Wiccan's the one with the red red cape. See, yeah, I don't read enough Marvel to know any more than the two that I actually know. (laughs) Quit reading Batman comics and come over here. Okay, I'm gonna have to because Batman's just getting terrible lately. (laughs) (laughs) But I I really. um, Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I really want. I like with Tom King leaving Batman. I really want to see Christopher Priest get that book. He's been doing like a crazy good. Good job on uh, Deathstroke, and it's like he. I think he just deserves that title. Yes, I agree. He got the shaft over Justice League. Like as much as I love Scott Snyder, I feel like Christopher Priest got dead dirty with uh with Justice League. They gave that man one arc. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why I was black. Because why would you put, you know, hard stuff into one arc? You know. Yeah, like he tried to give Cyborg a new look, and then Scott Snyder was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I do appreciate what Scott Snyder did is like he uh, he appealed to the fanboys and gave the the Justice League lineup that people wanted. You're right. You're right. Well, from there, we are gonna go. Like, we, hopefully, in three days and like next week. We will talk more about this weird new ruthless team, even though Savage Avengers is supposed to be the Savage team. But like, you know what? We'll let it go for now. Um, maybe it's like Marvel's attempt to like have um, a Justice League dark of some kind. But like, it could, I, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. But oh, the- oh, oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of my boo magic, <laughs> image of her like fused with Colossus and someone. We, else. we don't know if that's magic. We, apparently, it's supposed to be a new character. I miss you. What'd you say? We, don't, we don't know. We don't know if it's magic. Apparently, it's a new character created by Hickman, but like we don't know for sure. It's probably magic. <laughs> okay. Well, from there, I like going, magic, man. <laughs> you like magic? That's awesome. But, like, but, but, but we'll, let's take that into the next X Men topic because okay. um, it was also announced earlier this week that um, the X Men animated series from the '90s is rumored to be coming back. On Disney Plus, the original. But 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 but, but, but y'all don't deserve it. (laughs) 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 Bunch of motherfuckers say they love '90s X Men. They made a whole fucking book called X Men '92, and you motherfuckers need to buy it. That book should still be selling out stores, but it's not because you don't really like X (laughs) cartoons. You so right though, cause it didn't sell. <laughs> Out here buying every issue, I'm like, ooh, X Men '92. This is gonna, this is gonna be the best book ever. This is gonna, and it was a solid book, but it should have just sold on the strength of it being X Men '92. <laughs> like if they drop a, if they drop a Batman '92 that followed the animated series and it fucking got canceled, I don't know what the fuck I would do to people. Like I would just like. <laughs> Okay, so how do you feel about and just fucking people up in Batman cosplays? Like, you know, you really like Batman. (laughs) (laughs) It got canceled, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how do you feel about X Men, not X Men, Spider Man Renew Your Vows then? Because that got canceled too. (laughs) It got canceled after a long time. That's fair. That's fair. It ran ran, ran a long time. (laughs) But no, um, the rumor is that the original creators are apparently in talks with um, D- uh, Disney about bringing back the original X-Men 90s TV show with Disney+. Plus. 
And I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I feel about it because Disney's been do- being real raggedy about their animated series as of recently. So it doesn't give me much hope. Like if you look at that current Marvel Spider-Man, it, it look a little rough. <laughs> Man, like, all Disney cares about is movies. And yeah. that's all they care about. Yeah. I mean. Like e- even that freaking um, Marvel Rising TV show for the girls, like that that animation is rough. Like, ooh, like, I'm, I'm all for having Just give a show me back for... Earth Mighty's Heroes. Boy. They, they fucking, wait, wait, That's hold on. They, they started a campaign to make a Young Justice season, what, what is it, season three. Three. And we got it. Campaign like, for fucking Earth Mightiest Heroes season four. Or whatever why, it is. Why, why I have it all on DVD. They get season three. We, we lost out on season three. We only got two seasons. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, let y'all finish, but campaign. we need a Wolverine in the X-Men season two. Preach! <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'd rather see because that that show ended on a cliffhanger we need wolverine and the x-men before we need 90s x-men that's what i'm saying that. <laughs> like everybody like now granted i enjoy 90s x-men 90s x-men is dear to my heart but like what about spectacular what about Wolverine and the X-Men? Like, there are other shows that are in more, like, need of a re- of a return than 90s X-Men. Like, everyone still wants and spectacular. And 90s movie. X-Men was so trash, though. You, you're right. <laughs> you're right, but at the same time, like, I I just, especially with, with uh, Greg Wiseman getting his way with Young Justice, a lot of people are salty that Spectacular hasn't come back. And now that, like, Disney I mean, that wasn't Sony. a Disney property. I mean, well, well, yeah, like, but Disney owns the um the rights to um all Spider-Man TV shows, so they're just kind of sitting there holding it. So it it could totally be a thing on Disney Plus. Hell, Wolverine and the X Men now that they own Fox could be on Disney Plus. So there's potential. Hell, a new X Men show with some good animation would be great. Sure. A new X Men show. Where would you start? Uh, see, I. That's hard because I I'm tired of every. And we, we talked about this on the last episode with Mary. Um, I'm tired of everyone just abusing the not like the '90s Jim Lee X Men lineup, the '80s Jim Lee X Men lineup, because. But, but if you if you're Disney, if you're a company, and you well, know yeah, what's going to make would. money. Like I'm, that's, that's, that's why I'm torn. Like I would want that. Like like that would be the only option. Hell, when they introduced um, the X Men in the Marvel Future fight, they started with the '90s X Men. When they were when there was mock-ups of what the X Men were going to look like in Disney Infinity, there before Disney Infinity got canceled, there was going to be the '90s X Men looks. So like everyone knows them, but I'm at a point where I so think, ingrained into everybody. Like even like I'll go back and read old X Men stories. Yeah. That happened like in the TV show. Oh, because they're not in those costumes because these stories happened before the 90s. You know, yeah. and, like but I know the X-Men so it's like what's ingrained in everybody's mind. Yeah, I just like I, I want something new and to move to move away from that stuff. Like, yeah, I have Wolverine, but like bring in some new people. Like I mean, but these, that's what you have to do. Start like yeah, Hello. I mean, 
I, I think my first thought is still X-Men Evolution because X-Men Evolution did have a lot of, like, say what you will about it. Say what you will about it. X-Men Evolution had the best theme song. It had, like, I, oh, I, I, will die, I will die on that hill. Yeah, I will die on that hill. Like, like, whatever, oh, fuck just X-Men. Like, like, X-Men in general has good theme songs, but like, like I feel like like Evolution had a great theme song. It had some great ideas. Like, it, it was it was gone too soon. It was the show that introduced X twenty three before she was a comic book character. Like, it had some great ideas. It has some street cred. It has some street cred. Yes, it does. So, <laughs> like Travis, I know you're not much of an X Men fan. So, like, I'll, we'll go ahead and scoot along to the next thing. <laughs> I like them, but this this 90s cartoon is kind of the extent of my knowledge. And honestly, honestly, no. <laughs> why do you say no? Why do you why, why, why do you not want it? Because I'm like, I, I would want some, I would want Wolverine and the X-Men, but like, why why do you think any revival of, of 90s X-Men would be bad? Because uh, I have this, this thing for nostalgia. Like, I, I understand that everyone likes to look back and, it's awesome, and then like remake the movie, but like how how many remakes and how many reiterations are we gonna get until it's almost like Boogie Nights was? And did anyone watch the remake of Boogie Nights? No. Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> you are so right. Like we need new good stuff. Maybe come back to an old issue and add upon it, and maybe give some more story. But I don't want the same shit I've been getting. You know what I mean? Yeah, what? How about a, a X Force cartoon? Right, like that would be awesome. Hell, bring back X Men anime. Titans back. <laughs> Give me X Men anime because X Men anime was the bomb. That's what I want. Like that was one of those few shows that had one season but was kick ass as fuck. But anyway, let's from there we will have our our like this last topic will like scoot us into the last topic of the evening, uh, like into our main topic of the evening, which is um we got the reveal of the Wonder Woman 1984 poster, which shows her in the golden Isaiah e- armor, in in the in, in the go- in the golden <laughs> eagle armor. With, like granted, they didn't say it was the golden eagle armor like but everyone knows that's the golden eagle armor like everyone knows like it's so obvious the only thing that she's missing is the wings and the helmet the, like it, like that's all you need and it will look amazing and like a lot of people were bagging on it because they, they thought because of it being in the 80s and because it has the trippy colors behind it it's trying to steal from Thor Ragnarok and what if it is what if it is? Because we like let 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 let's ha- let's have a conversation here, people. Because Marvel and DC have been stealing from one another from the beginning, exactly. and they have the same writers. Your favorite writers written for both. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't understand. People don't read comics. Yep. That's why they say dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like literally, St- uh, Stan Lee's editor told him to make a superhero team because Justice League was selling well. And what did we get? The Fantastic Four. And then later on, what did we get after Stanley after after Stanley's editor saw that Teen Titans was selling okay? We got X-Men. 
like more and more things developed and more things went back and forth and stole different ideas. Hell, right now with um Jason Aaron and Scott Snyder, we have the year of the villain, and then we have whatever weird villain crossovers are going on at Marvel this fall. Like they're both borrowing and copying each other. It's what comics do. Like, if you understand that, then there wouldn't be so much animosity between both sides here. Both, com- like, uh, it's, not, it's not real sides. It's the people who pretend to read comics. Everybody who actually reads comics doesn't have a side. You right. read comics. Like, I, I feel like the parent who has to walk in and be like, I love you both equally. Because now, granted, I, 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 there is that little bit more towards DC because I, I grew up as a, as a Teen Titans fan and, like, only slid into Marvel like a year after I picked up my first comic and I found Captain America and the Falcon and started finding my, 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 my little niche with Black Panther. Like, but almost from the beginning, I've been so in love with both companies. So when everyone's always like, oh, Marvel sucks, oh, DC sucks, and both of them have their issues, but both of them are great companies. Like, that's the end of it. So when everyone's always fighting over this stuff, the poster looks great. The post looks amazing. Gal Gadot looks amazing as always. Like, when everyone was bagging on her by being Wonder Woman in the first place, I was like, uh, forget you. Like, she looks like everything I thought a live-action Wonder Woman should be, except for Linda Carter, because Linda Carter was good in what, in what she did. So, like, I'm happy with this. Um, Ron, what do you think of the poster? I think the poster's awesome. It reminds me of, like, a lot of anime shows. Like I said, Saint Seiya before, and you definitely go to Eagle Armor. Definitely a lot of uh 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 Alex Ross. Oh yes, that's true. You could you could definitely yes. tell by how that looks. Travis, what you think of that poster? Uh... <laughs> you gonna be controversial? Let's go. You gonna be controversial? Hey, we're talking about the Comic Con poster. Yes. Yes. Well, the, like the poster that we just got, but like it'll it'll lead into our next topic of why it's not actually the Comic Con poster. That that that's my problem with it. So let let's move forward. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's let's... it's it's too fulfilling for uh, for what okay. it is. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about our, our our other amazing podcast we have here on on Comics Ground. We have Aggressive Negotiations. Monday nights uh, just got a whole lot more galactic. Aggressive Negotiations, a Star Wars podcast, brings you a weekly roundup of news, reviews, and general discussion of everything to do with the galaxy far, far away. You don't need to be force sensitive to enjoy this podcast. Brought to you by On Comics Ground. Be sure to tune in every Monday night at eight Eastern. So from there, that goes into our next topic since Travis wanted to wait and talk about this, which is the announcement that Warner Brothers is not going to be attending San Diego Comic-Con this year. And it leads into the discussion of, is San Diego Comic-Con dying? Now, granted, we've had this, we, 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 there, there have been people who have this, this conversation before as time has gone on, but this, this year seems even worse because not only do we have Disney not even being here because not only is far from home their last part of this phase but they already hang out at d23 now but warner brothers isn't even coming and that's kind of scary what do we think about this boys dcu dceu is dead so uh, marvel is at the end of their uh their quarters like their legs don't have anything left this year so i don't think it's that big a deal I think I think at, for as a comic book fan standpoint, from a comic book fan standpoint, SDC has been dead for a long time. So, 
that, that's a fair point. Um, because there's been the issues of comic book conventions other than San Diego have been the big hot spot for a lot of people. You have New York Comic Con. You have um, C2E2. You have Emerald City. Emerald City was the Lit site. Here. Like Emerald City was the site where DC chose to announce DC Rebirth. They didn't go to San Diego for that. They went to Emerald City. So it shows that there is a recognition by publishers that not only can they just send us an email and put out a press release whenever they want to put out something new, like um, this new weird Marvel team that's being announced in three days. It's not being announced at Comic-Con. It's being announced on different uh, websites. It's not going to be announced at Comic-Con, and it shows that San Diego has been kind of dead. And the fact that WB has finally recognized that is kind of a bad sign. So, Travis, what do you think about this since you wanted to hold off on your opinion? Uh, it it kind of takes away a lot of the substance of what subs, like of what San Diego Comic-Con has become. And to kind of like go off of uh, what Ron's point was, of if, if from a comic fan standpoint, San Diego Comic-Con has been dead. Because it's, I would say, I'm guessing, maybe Ron can confirm or deny, that it's because it's no longer about comic books, right? It's definitely just a, a, a pop culture convention and exclusives, toys, and just actors and stuff like that. It's just, it's not, there's no comic book relevancy at all. Right, and so for one of the, one of the major tree- players... Oh, go ahead. I can imagine being a creator and whatever kind of artist alley they have and just like, you know, not seeing any fans come by. <laughs> like their top creators. Or maybe they don't even go. You know, maybe their their artist alley is just dead. No creators at all. Because that's not what people go there for. Right. I, I feel like people go to Comic Con to cosplay and get like the exclusives and free stuff. You know what I mean? It, it's <laughs> no longer about the comics that gave birth to it. And, and they, with, they shouldn't call it Comic Con. Right, and well, but with WB leaving, like, think about everything that WB has besides just like DC stuff. That's kind of a huge chunk of what the Comic Con is going to bring. So now you have to worry about what everyone else is going to have, and hopefully it's up to par. But right now, the X Men suck. Uh, Endgame is over, so I'm not sure what kind of heavy stuff they're going to bring if it's not comics. You know what I mean? Like, we're seeing shows get canceled left and right. Like, are they going to have a I don't know, the Runaways booth? Most likely. But it's not going to have the same uh, panache that it's had over the past few years. Which, that isn't to discount Runaways, though, because Runaways is a great show, but it, but it, he has a point to the fact that it's it, for a while, like, there's that amazing joke, like, I, I can't believe I have to reference this this show, because um, as Snoop Dogg once said on um, the, the, the roast of Donald Trump, Ain't no brothers watching the Cleveland show, but on the Cleveland show, there was the joke that when they went to Comic-Con, that all these different TV shows, all these different pop culture things have taken over Comic-Con. It's not about science fiction or like, like comic books as much as it used to be. But at the same time, it's not even about that anymore. It's not, it's not even about like the different movies and different things going on. Like there's nothing left this year. Like Far From Home comes out in like a month. You have, like, they even said that 1984 for Wonder Woman doesn't come out until next year in June. So we're at a point where we're kind of in, like, a superhero drought now that all these movies come out, Endgame has come out, Aquaman and Shazam have come out. Like, 
it's I mean, it's, I can have more time to just read comics. That's true. We can we can we can actually like read comics for a while, and it, it's definitely gonna have um, casuals a bit, or even just normal comic book fans a little bit strapped because we've been so used to comic book movies hitting us left and right and center for so many years now. For the past ten years, eleven years from Marvel and a little bit from DC as time has gone on, it, it's been hitting us left and right. But now we're about to hit a little bit of a drought, like. We have Watchmen coming up, even though it looks really, really weird. Uh, but it, it's 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 a weird change, and a weird horizon where we don't have all these different movies coming out. So I think Marvel's not gonna allow it. I bet you the end game credits, the end the posting credits for Spider Man are gonna be here. <laughs> well, there Watch. was a jo- there was a joke in the um the how it should have ended trailer for Far From Home where it showed um uh, like all of the different heroes and stuff that show up to fight um like like to, like to fight Mysterio and all this shit um and like it showed like Sam is Captain America and Black Panther and Captain Marvel and stuff. It's like there should be a shot at the end of the movie what the future of Marvel is going to be like. like. There's that whole thing with the DCU movies right now where they have that whole giant spread of all the different DC heroes and villains. Like, that should be a shot at the end of Far From Home. Of what mean, and Marvel is so be. smart, they're going to do something to keep us enticed. Even though nothing's coming out for forever, they're going to... It's maybe fucking... If Mysterio is from another universe and he brought over Galactus, or maybe they have... You're using, like, a 1610 Galactus and he's going to eat every universe he comes through. Uh, Galactus, 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 Galactus. You really want Galactus, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, unpopular opinion, I want Captain Britain to show up and just beat up Mysterio and take him back where he came from. <laughs> if, 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 cool if, if, if Captain Britain shows up, this is the movie to do it. They're in, they're overseas. This is the movie to bring in Captain, uh, Captain Britain. If they don't do it, they ruin themselves. Right. <laughs> but like, there, there is hope. I just, but in Comic Con in general, there is a lot of. It shows that, like, it's still there's still a lottery every year to get into San Diego. Yet there's not really anything going to be at San Diego this year. And that's kind of weird. You know, we're charging like a thousand dollars a ticket to get to San Diego, but like, you can't really. There's nothing to go to San Diego for now. Isn't that a little weird? <laughs> so. I don't know. That's where my, my head goes in terms of that because it's just concerning for the future. I think things like I think a lot of publishers have noticed that things like Emerald City and New York Comic Con, especially like New York Comic Con, has become the new San Diego for a lot of people. Like Ron, like you, you've been, you, you know how it is up there. I live there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's. It, 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 I, I'm worried for the future of conventions in general. The thing is, uh, in New York, we had um, like one year, we had something called Special Edition. It was pre- like made by Repop and the same people who do MICC, and it was just comic books, and it was just like a comic book convention. Ooh, that sounds. But funny. I don't know. I guess they didn't make enough money, and oh. they just don't. They won't do it anymore. They did it two years. It was great for me as a comic book fan, but. I think we need more conventions like that in general. But I don't have a problem at New York Comic Con seeing, you know, all the artists and stuff. Artist Alley is always great. Yes. Just whoever's the top dog that year, you're probably not going to get their signature. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever's hot. 
Like, mm-hmm. like I've been waiting to get Dan Slot signature, which I'm probably gonna get this year because he's not on Spider-Man anymore or anything like that. But it was like like five years I couldn't get the guy's signature, you know, because he was so hot. But okay. New York Comic Con is probably the best con out. That that's true. Like now, like C2E2 is trying to be New York Comic Con, but they haven't got there yet. C2E2 but... is like they do other stuff though. You know, too. On top, of that, I mean, it's, it's comics is there, but that's not their focus completely. You know, yeah, like they, they do a little bit of everything instead of just doing Tacking stuff. And yeah, well, Travis, do you have any more closing thoughts on this? Um, I, I I'm honestly kind of glad it's leaving San Diego. Just like, just from a Californian's perspective, maybe. Oh yeah, you mitigate. live there. That has to be weird for you always having San Diego up your butt. Oh, dude, it, it's it's not. It, that entire part of the state is always on my butt because that's all anyone talks about, but it's a lot less of the state than you think. And over there, it's just, it's like the West Coast of New York. It's the best way, best way I could put it. It's expensive as hell over here for no reason. And maybe things will be a lot less intense and maybe some comic book stores can maybe afford rent without SDCC being there. That's fair. Mm, wow. Okay. So we are going to go ahead and start to wrap up this podcast here. But before we go, as always, we are going to have our recommendations for the week, like this past week, where like because Wednesday books come out every week at your local comic book shop. We want you to support your local comic book shop. It's one of my, it's one of my closing statements every week. Comic book shops matter. So Travis, what is a recommendation that you can give people to go check out this week at the local comic book shop? Justice League twenty five. Wow. Man, because uh, oh, if you've been reading it recently, it's got the they had this future Justice League come in, which turns out to be manipulated by the World Forger, who was a monitor, and we get to see upper limits of Superman, which is a rare treat. Honestly, I love seeing what they can do with him as far as the narrative and the illustrations are concerned. I I won't spoil it because it's honestly the best like Justice League issue I've read in quite some time. But oh man, please pick up Justice League twenty five, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And then Ronald, you had a pick for this week that you wanted to shout out. What book came out this week that you want to plug for folks? Might have been last week, but uh, IDW TMNT number ninety four. Um, like currently in the series, like, if you've been following, which you, you should be, because no matter who you are, you're a Ninja Turtle fan. You have to be because they've been around for decades, <laughs> and every decade has an incarnation of Ninja Turtles, and this is the best one yet. Okay, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a big statement. Why don't you back it up for folks? Yeah, Tom Bolts has been doing an amazing job. Uh, I'm going to skip forward like 50 issues and say uh, Splinter was uh, pretty much the leader of the foot for a long time. Things were going sideways. It looked like he might be the bad guy, Ooh. and he, he handed the foot back over to Karai. We're, you know, having discussions about how that should go down. Um, bro, guy, it didn't seem like it would go left, but it did, and um, stuff is going down pretty hard. And um, team members are uh, Raphael wants to do things his own way, as he does in a lot of incarnations, because you know turtles, because everybody mm-hmm. knows turtles. And um, this one may go left, and it's a really good book. It's always one of my top books out okay what's going okay. on so what would you tell to somebody that really wants to get into this book it's 90 some odd issues in 
what, what what would be the best way to start getting into this without like shattering their brain? I mean, I don't have to because no matter who you are, you know the Ninja Turtles. I would say start with the, the micro series. Okay. It's like backgrounds on like like one shots so for each of the turtles. And it's it's just gonna suck you in because no matter what you are, it's in there. It's all the errors put together. It's the best of the best of the best. They pluck from all the continuities. It's great writing, great art, and and it's just it's gonna it it is it is and for probably forever will be you know the teenage painting turtles. Okay, okay. And then my pick for the week. Um, it, it, it's kind of expected because you know it, it's, it's me. But the big thing that came out this week was the Pride season two, number one from Joe Glass. Um, he, the, the, the original Pride season one was near and dear to my heart. It like had this whole idea of bringing diverse, amazing characters of different backgrounds, different sexual and gender identities together to be a superhero group in this new universe created by Joe Glass. And recently, it was uh, like added to the lineup of Comicsology Originals which gives it a lot of hope into actually becoming something big. So I, I have a lot of hope for it. Season two just started this Wednesday. And I, I, I beg of you, please go pick up and support this book. If you have been dying for LGBTQ representation, this is a, definitely a big book to check out. So I, I highly recommend it. So from there, we are going to go ahead and wrap up. Ron, you are the guest of the hour. What is your closing statement for issue eight? We do again. We talk about a lot of stuff. Yo, um, you should like buy comics. Stop talking about shit you like if you're not gonna buy it. Okay, I, I, that's a that's a very big statement. I like it. I like it a lot. That is something that I I am always an advocate for is supporting a local comic book shop and buying comics uh-huh. and getting more into this this the stuff that we love. Like, don't ever be intimidated by this giant market out there. Like, come in, enjoy these stories. There are so many people that want you can jump you to in anywhere. Like, the comic books are made for you to jump in anywhere. Yes. Like, Stan Lee always said that every comic is someone's first. So, definitely take that moniker with you into a shop, buy something, and enjoy it. Travis, what is your closing statement for issue eight? Uh, I think I'm going to piggyback on Ron. Buy comics. And I, I say that because I live in a small town where I don't have a comic book store. So anything I want, I have to order. Or get the really crappy Walmart editions. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> those aren't going to be so, a thing much longer. Like, like those giant, oh, I'm, like... I'm glad because I don't ever buy them. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it was a cool idea, like have giant things of comics for $5. It was a cool idea to get casuals in, but like I feel that they missed the mark on it by putting it in the trading card section where children can just go smack. Like put it back in the magazine section how it used to be. Like do something with it. Like Right, I, I, and my issue with it mainly was that it was so hard to get cohesive issues. Like I, I was for it at first, but after like my first couple packs, I find myself looking for the sequels because I don't want to spoil anything, but I can't find them because I don't get all of them at Walmart. So, yeah, buy comics and support your local comic book store because getting comics through Amazon and eBay sucks. It does. Yeah, I've ordered awesome. comic books on Amazon before and they just shipped it. Like, they just shipped the book. Oh. And then an envelope, no backing or anything. Mm, mm. Oh, that hurts. That hurts my soul. 
Okay, and then my, my, my closing statement, as always, will technically like piggyback off of them, but as always, it is always, always, always. Support your local comic book shop. Like they said, buy books. Like, I, I know, folks, I know it is intimidating. Going into a comic book shop, it is a scary place. There can be crazy-ass white nerds that will try to intimidate you. Like, But at the end of the day, there are a lot of people, there are great white nerds, there are great black nerds, there are great women nerds who love comic books. We all love comic books, and we want to see them grow. We want to see them survive. We like. There's a lot of people that love digital, but a lot of people that still love print. There's people who love having these books in your hands and reading them and seeing these stories come to life in your hands. So please support your local comic book shop. Like, pick up your pick up your um your subscriptions because they have a program at almost every comic book shop where you can pick up like, the phone, write, call now. Yes, pick up the phone, call now. <laughs> like they the, on like on, on the, when you type into Google call bookshop near me. Like the, the, you'll have some cases like Travis where there isn't one in your town, but there's some places like Columbus, Ohio, in New York, and other places where there's multiples in your town. And it, it, like I have to drive 20 minutes to my local comic book shop. I still go every two weeks to pick up my books. Like I, I really believe in like wholeheartedly that everyone should be reading this stuff. There is a book out there for you. If you need help finding a book, DM me on Twitter, James C. Portis three. I will help you find a book for you. Like this is what this show is about. We're gonna start having these, that's what we do recommendations. That way everyone could find a book for them. And we're gonna try to do more of that. If like so, please support this amazing industry. I want to thank Ron from You Don't Read Comics for coming on the show today. Please tell everyone again where they can find you, my man. G at Quick McThwips. That's my personal IG where I post release that memes to show off my toy collection. You can follow my website at youdon'treadcomics.com. Follow my website on IG at You Don't Read Comics. We read comics and on Facebook at STFU, comma, space, You Don't Read Comics, period. Thank you so much once again for coming on the show. It means the world to me. Travis, you are amazing as always. Uh, We will catch you folks next time. Peace out.